Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And I know some of you write to me and say, I'm not from America, but I like coming to your site. Well, we're all welcome. To our friends around the world, yeah, we are partners in freedom. And right now, we're being opposed by an evil satanic cabal that wants to steal our freedom and our religion and our soul and everything that we own. <laughs> I just, there's no way to, to, to disguise it any longer. It's in the open. Now, I'm going to open Pandora's box. Some of what I'm going to tell you is publicly available. It's highly sourced second material, and sometimes it's original material. (laughs) What I'm going to be talking to you about, you're going to say, holy crap, Dave, you've got to be kidding. No. Some of you have never heard of this. Some of you go, Dave, that's old information. And particularly if you watch the History Channel when it was really good in the 90s, before they got obsessed with aliens, okay, they were really good. The Men Who Killed Kennedy, two different versions of the same six-part series produced by Nigel Turner and, gosh, I forget the other one now. But anyway, two different, oh, it was awesome. In that day, it was the best work on the Kennedy assassination outside the late, great Jim Mars book uh, called Crossfire. And... um We really had a situation in the 90s. The History Channel was awesome. And going back to the 80s, I mean, they showed how Heisenberg, the head of the German Uranium Club, which was their nuclear weapons uh, investigation group with scientists, how he blocked Hitler from getting nuclear weapons. They had that. Pretty cool. They also had something else really good during that time. We're going to talk about some of it. The compromised nature of J. Edgar Hoover. And so because of this, and I'm going to open Pandora's box, and this is going to be way more than one presentation. I have to spread this out over time. But we have a criminal FBI. There's no question we have a criminal FBI. I mean, I've talked about Sharona Bishop probably a dozen times on my show through the years, and I just interviewed her here a couple of months ago when the police state video came out from Dinesh D'Souza. Fantastic job, Dinesh. And Sharona, you were good, just like I knew you'd be good. And Sharona's become one of us now, a truth teller. Well, she was anyway. She made the mistake, in quotes, to go to school board meetings and say, our kids shouldn't be taught CRT. Our kids should be taught how to get along with each other, not divide and conquer because of racial differences in skin color, 
Let's find our common ground with humanity. Gosh, imagine that. Someone making sense at a school board meeting full of liberals. And for her trouble, the FBI kicked in her door, manhandled teenage daughter, pointed guns at their heads, stole their all their electronics, and didn't even have a warrant when they came in the house. That never repaired the damage. They could have knocked. Her husband worked for the government. It was incredible. She now was forced to move basically from Rifle, Colorado to Texas. Um, how did the FBI become so criminal? Oh, wait a minute now. I almost forgot the best part. Merrick Garland uh, is associated with relatives that make money off CRT through Panorama Education, yeah, namely his daughter and son-in-law. <laughs> totally illegal. Totally illegal for the FBI to have been involved in that. Could have recused that to another uh, jurisdiction, but did not. Did not. Um, let's get into the FBI. How did the FBI become such an organized crime operation? And that's exactly what it is. Oh, don't get me wrong. I have two friends who one worked and was retired and another, I think, just retired as well. Um, people I knew. People I knew from college. Upstanding people. There are some really good men and women that work for the FBI. But the organization itself from the top down is as criminal as the mafia because they are the mafia. And we're going to get into the first step of understanding this. And much of what I'm going to tell you has already been portrayed. On the History Channel. (laughs) This is not secret information. And I I laugh at the fact that people think I'm going to be doing something groundbreaking here. I'm not. I'm gathering up old information that's commonly been accepted, but buried by the mainstream media. And by the way, History Channel doesn't do these stories anymore because we live in the age of woke. But nonetheless, they did then. And we're going to get into this: the secret files of J. Edgar Hoover. That's the title. I don't know if you could find that in the archives of the History Channel. You might want to try. I hope they didn't scrub them. I think they scrubbed the Billy Celestis murder by LBJ. That's another matter for another time. But um, they still have the men who killed Kennedy. You can get that on YouTube. Oh, they don't like the fact I did Kennedy. But they have the six-part series. They had a lot of the stuff I talked about. Color me confused. Anyway, we're going to get into all this right here as we open up Pandora's box. But I'm just reopening Pandora's box. I'm not giving anything new. And I have to tell you, for my money, and I have to mention this here, we have a lot of really talented journalists in the alternative media, just fantastic people with great skills, great integrity, great courage. But I think leading the way is Whitney Webb. And I think a lot of people are starting to recognize that. Whitney, right on the money with what she does and she touches on some of what i'm going to talk about here she wrote a book called one nation under blackmail highly recommended should get it and whitney will bump up against some of what i'm going to tell you um and she said i was able to use primary source information yeah me too me too Whitney, on this same topic um now whitney goes in different directions with it and she wrote almost a thousand page book <laughs> i think it's two volumes and In fact, I know it's two volumes. Um, But I want to get into what I've known for years. Jim Mars talked about this. Jim Mars and I talked about this on the air a couple of times. J. Edgar Hoover was the most vile, immoral SOB that ever served in an American government position. And that's saying a lot. But have you ever asked yourself how J. Edgar Hoover survived seven presidents as the FBI director, 
I mean, Republicans, Democrats, liberals, conservatives, pro-war, anti-war, strong on crime, weak on crime. How does he keep his job for seven presidencies covering six decades? How does that happen? Well, I can tell you how it happened. He blackmailed everybody. He used the agency. He was Epstein before there was Epstein. And yes, Epstein blackmailed people with sexual improprieties and other improprieties as well. Um, But Hoover did the same thing. And it wasn't always over sex. Some of it was. But some of it was over financial improprieties and so forth and so on. And he blackmailed everybody. I'm going to tell you all about this after I tell you that we're sponsored by My Patriot Supply. As we move into 2024 and the mainstream media is saying, you know, we can have a grid down. They're telling you we're going to have a grid down. They're telling you. And you better get prepared. Um, I'm going to talk about this in another presentation today. Uh, the cyber, um, gosh, I forgot the last name. I'll have to, I'm having a senior moment here. Can you believe that? Right here on the air. Um, <laughs> anyway, a group that basically says, what would it take to take down the American election using cyber grid? What kind of cyber grid attack would it be? And we're going to get into that. Um, we're going to get into that definitively here in another piece here. Um, once I recover my lost wits about myself. Yeah, I'm on three nights in a row of three hours sleep because of my schedule. And I think some of it's to catch up with memory function and so forth. Oh, let's hope I'm not going the other direction and going Joe Biden on you. Uh, I don't think that's the case here, but nonetheless, I'll be covering that. But let me tell you about our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Uh, you need to be in the parallel economy. You need to get outside the system of control because they're looking to take everything down in 2024. When the mainstream media starts talking about a conspiracy theory that before they would just bash, it's a little conspiracy theorists. They need mental health. Throw them in prison. They're bad for the country. Uh, when they start talking that way, you better start getting worried because they're desensitizing you to what's coming. You need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Okay? I can help you with the food, and I can help you inexpensively to get 25-year shelf life, restaurant-quality food. That's right, restaurant-quality food, 2,000 calories per day, lots of diversity in the food, breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's fantastic. Go to preparewithday.com. Don't put it off. Who knows when this is going to happen? Prepare with dave.com oh my gosh um i am just shaking my head at what's coming because i know what's been so let's talk about what's been j edgar hoover in the days of bootlegging and we've got um multi-state crime and We need to coordinate law enforcement across the nation, so we had to create a federal law enforcement agency, the FBI. Now, by the way, the FBI has great crime-fighting techniques. they got great laboratories, although they were caught, remember, on some of their cases here about 20 years ago? Remember that when they said, hey, there's some funny business going on with the FBI crime lab where they're framing people? That's, yeah, exactly. But they did. They popularized... uh, fingerprints cop pulls you over they put you on a system they can tell are you wanted in another state is this a dangerous criminal okay courtesy of the fbi 
Some good things they did, but there was a problem. There were two problems. J. Edgar Hoover blackmailed everybody around him in superior positions so he could keep his job. Let me give you an example of what he did with Kennedy. When John Kennedy was a young ensign stationed in Washington, D.C., safe duty post beginning World War II, no chance of being killed, he met and became enamored with a lady named Ingrid Arvid. Ingrid Arvid. Kennedy probably did not know this, but I'm sure he didn't. She was a beautiful blonde. Aryan. Oh, keyword Aryan. She had been a publicist in the Third Reich. She was under the surveillance of J. Edgar Hoover, as you would expect. Now, J. Edgar Hoover would have known Joseph Kennedy, John Kennedy's father, because he'd been the ambassador to England and he was involved in organized crime and ran bootleg whiskey out of Ireland during the uh, Prohibition period. Yeah, and J. Edgar Hoover looked the other way. Got kickbacks, too. That aside, J. Edgar Hoover discovers the son of the former ambassador to England was having an affair with someone under his surveillance. So J. Edgar Hoover called up Joe Kennedy and said, you got to get your son to end this relationship. Here's what's going on. So dad told John, and John was defiant. No. So they transferred him to South Carolina. Didn't change anything. On Friday afternoon, Ingrid Arvid would board a train, go from D.C. to South Carolina. They'd spend the weekend together. On Sunday night, she would come back to D.C. When they couldn't end the relationship, then Joe Kennedy told the Navy, you got to remove him. So they put him on a PT boat in the South Pacific where his boat got sunk. He saved the lives of two sailors. He won the Congressional Medal of Honor. And then that was really a springboard for him to become a senator and then on to the presidency where he defeated Richard Nixon. Now, this information will be used later because J. Edgar Hoover, being the criminal he was, and I'll cover his criminality here in a minute, he was also best friends with another criminal, Lyndon Baines Johnson. And I don't think there's ever been a bigger criminal in Texas politics, even including the Bush family. Oh, that might be pushing it, but they're in the same ballpark, okay? They played in the same league. The Billy Celestis murder, yeah, that was actually covered one time on, on the um, in the History Channel. And they covered that in some detail. Oh, he was a rival exposing LBJ's illegal land dealings and so forth and so on, organized crime dealings. And Billy Celestis ended up missing, later found the body. Mm, okay, you know how this goes. So let's get to the point of J- of John Kennedy. J. Edgar Hoover, did, he hated the Kennedys because they were for civil rights. And if you don't think J. Edgar Hoover was part of the Martin Luther King assassination, you need to brush up on your history. Obviously, because J. Edgar Hoover was talking about, uh, you know, hey, we got to protect Martin Luther King, blah, 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 and he's the civil rights king, and so forth and so on. Okay, but he was a bigot. Hoover didn't like black people. He was a bigot. He hated Martin Luther King. Let me explain what happened here. You tell me, coincidence or conspiracy? The day before Martin Luther King was assassinated, J. Edgar Hoover had 12 FBI agents protecting him the day before he pulled him off the duty assignment. He left. 
Martin Luther King undefended the very day after he was assassinated. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So, these two criminals, LBJ and Martin Luther King, teaming up. Now, he, you know, Hoover wanted to keep his job. So he blackmailed Nixon. He blackmailed all of these presidents to keep his job. What is he? Even Eisenhower? Yeah, oh yeah. Eisenhower had an affair with his secretary in Europe. Doesn't make him an evil person. It makes him a sinner and certainly betrayed his wife, but nonetheless, um, that was held against him in private. Okay, and every president seems to have a skeleton or two or or ten. Well, John Kennedy's was Ingrid Arvid. Can you imagine what happened to his campaign? 
when they were deciding who his vice presidential candidate would be, if it had come out that whether it was known or unknown, John Kennedy had an affair with a person in the inner circle of the Nazi party. And he wouldn't stop the affair. Can you imagine what would have happened to his candidacy? So J. Edgar Hoover meets with uh, Bobby Kennedy and John Kennedy. And this is typically the way he did business. He said, Mr. Kennedy, your enemies are saying terrible things about you. And I want you to know, as the FBI director, I'm trying to get down to the bottom of it. But they're accusing you of having an affair with a German spy. Someone who is in Hitler's inner circle in World War II, before you were sent to the Pacific and bravely won the Congressional Medal of Honor. And I can bring in someone to help you in the White House that can squelch some of these rumors. He's good at this. His name's Lyndon Johnson. Oh, Lyndon Johnson and Kennedy hated each other. In fact, Johnson hated both Kennedys. Well, Kennedy knew when he was being blackmailed. That's how Lyndon Johnson ended up becoming president. John Kennedy will be killed. Lyndon Johnson will take over. Lyndon Johnson reversed all of Kennedy's uh, anti-globalist policies. Now, this is just the beginning of J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover compromised people in manners that I told you. But he himself was compromised by the mafia. And this will explain why the mafia has, or was, continues to be, and probably will be for the foreseeable future, an organized crime organization um, intertwined with the mafia. The Cosa Nostra, to be specific. J. Edgar Hoover was gay, and you'll see the cover picture for this. His lover, Clyde Tolson, number two guy in the FBI. Hoover never married. That doesn't mean anything. And today, if he were gay and the FBI director, okay, people are going to say, they're not going to call for his resignation, are they? But if this would have been discovered in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, the decade in which he died, oh, people have been calling for his scalp. It would have been a scandal on Capitol Hill, and, and, and if... The president hadn't fired him, then the obviously the House would have impeached him and the Senate would have probably convicted him. Immoral turpitude. Okay. What was scandalous then may not be scandalous today, but Hoover was blackmailed by the mafia. Now, primary source information again. Direct files, the secret files of J. Edgar Hoover, produced by the History Channel. Covered this in detail, and so have a lot of authors, by the way. I'm not telling anything that's proprietary. And as I mentioned, the previously mentioned Whitney Whip actually touches on this a little bit in her book. But because he was gay, he was compromised. And he'd go to parties, dress up like a lady. You know, and today, we call that woke. I identify as a, okay, well, okay, that's, like today, you're going to get away with it because this is what this administration and the mainstream media support. But in that day, uh uh-uh. Now, the FBI threw, uh, you know, they were headed by Hoover, obviously. And the mafia threw Hoover a carrot and a stick. Well, we could expose you for what you do exposing yourself. Or you can play ball with us and we'll fix horse races for you. And you'll make a hell of a lot of money. But we got the pictures. And oh, by the way, the History Channel did air those pictures. (laughs) Hoover was cute in a dress. 
total organized criminal control. Now, I'm going to digress for a second to build another situation here. The forcing of LBJ upon John Kennedy as the uh, vice president in Kennedy's run wasn't the last time the FBI was involved with John Kennedy. There are two other stories I want to convey to you to illustrate the truly criminal background nature of the FBI. And it's no different today. Okay, the DOJ, which runs the FBI, we have open borders. And what did Christopher Ray tell the House representatives? Oh, we have about 80,000 terrorists, we estimate, in these cities. We'll put the cities on the watch list now. They came across our open border. <laughs> Gee, how'd they get here, Chris? Oh, that's right, your boss. Ollie, ollie, oxen free. So let's go back to Kennedy. In the lead up to the Kennedy assassination, now it's my belief Lee Oswald was part of the plot, but he was actually sold out and set up to be the stooge. He never fired any shots that day. Oh, do you know that, Dave? Okay, well, real quickly, the FBI did a paraffin test on Oswald the night of the assassination after he was captured. Paraffin test is accurate up to 48, 72 hours. You can tell if he fired a gun. Now, Tippett was killed, Officer Tippett, the Dallas Police Department was killed by Oswald, allegedly, fired five shots into it. Earlier that day, it's alleged that Oswald fired three shots at Kennedy and Governor Conley, killing Kennedy, severely wounding Conley. That's eight shots. You don't pass a paraffin test when you have fired eight shots. FBI retested him, same result. He didn't fire a gun that day. He was set up to be the patsy. He was part of the plot. He was part of Operation Mongoose, another story for another time. Oh, which was the CIA mafia plot to kill Castro, and they turned it on Kennedy. I'm just kind of giving you a little bit. I'll come back and I'll develop this more in a later broadcast. But I'm leading up to where I'm going with this. Did you know that there are official records that show that Lee Oswald, for weeks and days up to the assassination, met with an FBI agent named James Hostie? Oh, the mainstream media tried to cover it up. Oh, he did not. And all of a sudden, the documents appeared notes of the meeting and there were eyewitnesses that placed him there the FBI was involved with Lee Oswald in the lead up to the assassination and does anybody think it's a coincidence that only a few days before the assassination the parade route was changed to go in front of the book depository where it had been a long two blocks away going down Main Street anybody think that's a coincidence Hmm. Oh, but there's more. The History Channel in a presidential tape, and you could find this tape. Hoover is on the phone, and call was recorded. J. Edgar Hoover's talking to Lyndon Johnson. Well, we, we got too many people, says Hoover, looking into the assassination. We need to appoint a group, Mr. President that will investigate and find that uh, this Oswald character was the lone assassin. That's on tape. Yes, it would be bad, said Lyndon Johnson, to have this many investigations, even the Senate starting one. So, Mr. President, may I suggest that you do such a thing? Later on, there's a tape with Chief Justice Earl Warden. He wanted nothing to do with this because he knew where this was going. And Johnson said, Mr. Warren, Chief Justice Warren, you've got to do this. 
and he didn't really give him an out. That tape is also publicly available. Warren wanted nothing to do with it. He really wasn't involved that much in the assassination, except he took orders from former CIA director that Kennedy fired, Alan Dulles, who basically ran the Warren Commission. Gee, are you connecting any dots here? So, Hoover was involved in the Kennedy assassination. He was involved in likely the lead-up to, with his meetings with James Hosty. God knows what they were talking about, but I think a change in the parade route was probably more likely. And then he was involved in the cover-up. We have the tapes. But we also know he was compromised by the mafia. That's been primary sourced information as well. So is anyone surprised when Merrick Garland has his FBI goons kick in the door of Sharona Bishop? Why Marjorie Taylor Greene, a sitting congresswoman from Georgia, can be SWAT teamed eight times from phone calls that you know are recorded, and the FBI says there's nothing we can do. They want a bad accident to happen. They want her shot and killed. That's the only conclusion I can come to. The FBI is a total criminal organization, and it's as much criminal today as it was under J. Edgar Hoover. Nothing changed. Oh, shall we talk about the 9-11 investigation? Do you know where they've taken the evidence from 9-11 that survived? To a hangar in a New York airport under lock and key and guard, where you, the public, or other researchers can't come and look at it. We just have to take the government's word for what they found. I wrote an article, you might want to research it on the website when I have the search engine back and functional. Uh, 20 unanswered questions about 9-11, and a lot of it comes right back to the FBI. Total criminal organized mafia. We have evil leaders running the country. So you wonder why the country is in such a mess. Why is it that the only form of sexual activity that is not promoted by this administration is procreation heterosexual relationship between a man and a woman presumably husband and wife to have kids everything else hey we celebrate we fly the flags we do special days but we do nothing to honor the family or parents from this administration i'm just pointing out the obvious people this is your fbi This is your FBI at work. And I want to go back and say this to you FBI agents who are furious at what I'm saying. You know the story of what's going on in D.C. In some of the field offices, it's not that way. I know, because I've known people in the FBI who have given me this information. So there are some good men and women in the FBI. Do you know Hoover used to do? This is what a nutcase he was. He was only about five foot seven. So when agents would come in to talk to him, he had a little partition behind his desk that he would stand up on, and it would elevate his height about four inches. So he'd be about 5'11". That's what a nutcase this guy was. But he wasn't just a nutcase. By the way, his lover, Clyde Tolson, the number two guy in the FBI, they were buried next to each other. I just thought I would add that in. Listen, I could give a crap whether he was gay or straight. Doesn't matter to me. Okay. I don't care if he had sex with alien beings from the planet Mars. Doesn't matter to me. He will answer for what he lived his life and how he lived his life 
on judgment day. Not for me to judge, but it's for me to judge when his actions harmed people. And the FBI today is still harming people. The FBI, the CIA, and related agencies, they need to be torn down and we got to start over. Total criminal operation. Well, that's it for this segment. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned. We'll have more. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more... Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.